0: Hey there, and welcome back to another episode of the Business of Dance podcast. You are listening to our Business of Branding series all about creating, building, and growing your studio's brand. In this four-part series, Claire reveals her top tips and tricks when designing, building, or even revamping your studio's brand. Your brand is the go-to memory for those who come across your studio. From colors to shapes, symbols, and styles, this is how the world knows and remembers you. It is the bat symbol of your studio, so why not make it as beautiful and memorable as your amazing business? Now, let's dive into the show so you can get started to branding your business for success.
1: Hey there, everybody. It's Clary Shea here and welcome back to another episode of the Business of Dance podcast. Today is the third episode of our Business of Branding series, all about the tips, tricks, and tools for branding consistency and replication. So if you haven't heard the first two episodes of this series, I highly suggest you check them out as I dive into the background of branding and how to start the brand creation process within your business. Now, I mentioned in previous episodes, a little surprise I have for you guys, which will be released when our last episode of the series airs, which will be next week. Again, I'm still keeping it a little secret, but I wanted to give you a little hint to keep your eye out for it. And this giveaway will not only help you with branding your business, but it's also free. And I feel like I've already said too much, so let's not waste any more time and dive into today's episode. So today's episode is all about branding consistency and this means really utilizing the services that we have available to us to really create a consistent brand that we sort of show to our clients that are seen on our social media, that's on our website, you know, the physical products that we give to our clients or potential clients, as well as the way that we talk and act in the community. Now I'm going to talk about a couple of different tools and some of them you've probably heard me speak about before, but that's okay. So Canva, my one true love other than Trello, sorry Trello, Uh, but I have mentioned this in previous episodes when designing and creating your brand as it is such a great tool and that is the program called Canva. And for those of you who don't know what Canva is, it's a bit of a shock because I've said it about 17 times in the last few weeks, but That is okay if you're new, welcome, but Canva is a business and branding website where you can create a variety of different graphics. There is a free and a paid feature, but trust me, it really is worth every penny and I believe it is less than $10 a month when paid annually or $12 when paid individually. But what makes Canva super, super awesome is that you can add your logo that you or your VA or an outsourced graphic designer or a receptionist whoever has created into your saved photos and like a little logo area and you can add your team photos and stock photos and your, your studio photos and you can have them all there at literally the click of a button. And so you can also save your team, business and branding colors when you create your graphics for your studio. So this is really going to help with consistency with your brand's colors, photos and logos. Uh, again, a little reminder, and I touched on this last week, but be sure when outsourcing your logo, you get the designer to create the image with a transparent background so you can add it on top of every photo. You know, say if you've got text and when you look at it, it kind of has a white background, but it's not meant to when it's not on wide, if that makes sense. But you want, when you put it on a photo, you don't want it to be like a big splodge. You want to be able to see through it and it have a trans lovely, transparent background. I hope that visual makes sense. Maybe not, but I'm, I'm sure you'll get it. But other than Canva being just all-round amazing, one of my favorite features is the magic resize. And it is just that. It is magic. So when you create a graphic for a newsletter or blog post and you want to save the same image for a Facebook post, it Basically copies that same photo and changes the dimension and you know the text everything about it. So you could create one graphic and save it in like five different ways. It sometimes may need a little slight adjustment, but still saves you or your or your team a ton of time. I could again go on all day about Canva because it is. Just so awesome. But if you want to learn more, I suggest you check out the site for yourself and take a look around, as it is seriously an amazing investment in your brand and business. Uh, But again, Canva does have a free version. So if you're new to it, try that out before adding an extra expense to your studio. And remember to also review Canva's terms and conditions when creating images on their website or using their specific designs. As it's good to know all about the terms and conditions when creating images on any side or platform for you to use within your business for money-making purposes. And you can review all the nitty-gritty details like I said in the previous episode and you can always consult your lawyer, but obviously we don't need to do that every time we create a graphic. It's a little bit dramatic, but if you're doing something really, really important, we want you to stay consistent with your brand and have your business benefit, but let's keep it legal, folks, so there's no stress moving forward with your brand. My next tip for keeping consistency is to not invest, but spend the time to find some stock photos. And it's another great tool if you don't have your own kind of body of images from your studio, or you're just wanting to sort of spice it up a little bit, or you could be adding a new program and don't have Those photos yet but I think having lots of photos of you and your team is amazing and you should always have your favorites on hand but having access again to something like stock photos can be super helpful for you to be able to get really good quality photos when creating graphics for your business. Some may feel a little bit uncomfortable using photos they didn't personally take but stock photos can be a win win for both you and the artist who took the photo. So, these photographers have put these images out into the world for others to use to get their names out there, and you can have a wide range of photos that really encapsulate your brand whilst providing variety within your graphics. So, a great site that I personally use is Unsplash, and you can type in a theme or word to find the perfect photo for your graphic. Another popular site is called Pexels. It's like pixels, but an E, like P-E-X-E-L-S. It's very cool. And you can buy, no, sorry, you can download a lot of those for free. And if you read the terms and conditions, um, it, they're happy for you to sort of share them out. Sometimes they ask for credit, but not all the time. And it's a really awesome. So for instance, recently we've been sort of overhauling our birthday parties and we're sort of launching that again. And we don't have many or any photos in sort of appropriate birthday party attire. So we did a few, you know, a bit of searching and we found enough photos that really kind of have that birthday party vibe uh, and they are high quality, they look really cool. Like to be honest, I can kind of guess when things are stock photos and probably so can you, but I don't think it matters too much depending on what you're advertising for. So obviously we don't want to be using like the same photos exactly as the studio next door when advertising like the little baby classes or anything, but it is a really good way to have a bit more of a diverse range of photos. So now we've discussed the tools that will really help you with consistency. I'm going to talk about tips for branding consistency in general. So my first tip is to train your team in branding for your business. So when hiring your admin, your teachers, your VA, a website manager, a social media manager, graphic designer, the sky's the limit, whoever you hire, educate them on your brand. So you need to educate them on the theme, the feel, and the objective of not only your studio, but brand. And that includes the language that you use, as well as the colors, the logo, and you can find all this info again, whether you use it on Canva or on another designing program that you have. So when you outsource, make sure others know everything they need to know about your brand before creating content for you. That way, you know that everyone's on the same page and you're more likely to end up feeling really happy with the work that was delivered. And it's going to align and be consistent with the message you've been putting out previously. So within the last hmm, three months or so, one of my teachers has come on board as my social media manager for the studio, which has been fantastic. I've always loved social media and, you know, I'm a huge advocate for it, obviously. I talk about it all the time. But I found after doing my studios for, you know, quite a few years, I was just not as passionate about it anymore. And I just, I didn't feel like I was doing a good enough job for my own studio. I love, um, isn't it funny how we love doing things for other people, but sometimes it's a bit tricky to do it for ourselves. But basically I had noticed she had really amazing content on her own Instagram and Facebook. And I just loved the way that she spoke and engaged with her followers. And so when I asked if she'd be interested in kind of coming on to sort of take more of that stuff on, she was pumped. And so it was a really easy transition then for me to teach her all about Canva. We went to a social media marketing sort of what is like a workshop together. We talked about the 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 purpose of our social media. We talked about goals for the next quarter as well as colors, the vibe we're trying to create, the feeling, type of the language that we use, and then we started getting into a bit more strategy behind, you know, hashtags and when to advertise classes, blah, 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 all of that stuff. But It was really awesome because I have been so pleased with the work she's been putting out because we spent the time at the beginning meeting in person, going over different things. I showed her some different uh, Instagrams and Facebooks of other businesses that I really admired and really enjoyed the, you know, the fun energy that they shared. But if that's not your type of studio, you might have a very, you might have a much more like strong ballet school and so you might have a more like regal approach to social media and making like a like a queen hand gesture as I say that but I don't mean it in like a snarky way I just mean my studio is like a mix of hip-hop and jazz and it's all about sort of just being funky and edgy and groovy so our colors and the language that we use represent that but if you were maybe like the Queensland ballet it would not be appropriate for you to be like yo dudes Like, let's hang out on the Instagram. So, you know, it's just kind of using (laughs) the language to reflect what you're trying to get across. But essentially training your team members really, you know, before they start is a great way to ensure you're really happy with the results that they are putting out there as well. My next tip is to make sure your social consistency and branding consistency match. So again, when creating Facebook ads, Instagram or social campaigns, make sure your brand stays consistent within your posts. So keep language consistent like we said with the Yo Dudes, adding your logo to your photos to really make sure people are making that connection every single time. And this helps others know it's you right away and gets them excited about new content or new offers or, you know, a new class opening or a new new genre that you might have, which is Awesome. And again, have a good base of photos of both you, your team, and your studio. So, along with having those stock photos that we spoke about earlier from other sources and photographers, having a handful of fantastic quality photos of you, the CEO or the business owner, your staff, and students is great for social graphics. And this ensures those who come across your studio find you on social media. Or they see a post that they remember you, what you look like and can leave a positive memory. And so when they're likely to come into your studio, then in the future, they can make that connection pretty much straight away as they feel like they already know you, even though they haven't stepped foot in the studio. And this makes you seem approachable, real and friendly to your community as a business owner in the area. Now I've got last few extra branding consistency tricks to go over before we wrap up today's episode. But the first tip in this area is language. So, again, we've touched on this before with the Yo Dudes incident, but I really encourage you to stay consistent with your language, not only with your text but perhaps a slogan or a sign-off in videos or posts. And this also goes along with your language in emails, newsletters, blog posts. So, again, if you are a very formal type of studio, you would keep that formal language across the board or whether you're more a relaxed type of studio, you would keep that language... Uh, consistent across, you know, invoices, newsletters, everything. Another thing to note is that email sign up should also stay consistent. So I suggest setting it up in your like footer, or you can set up an email signature in your different mailing sources, but have your name, your role, perhaps contact info, and a little something special you always say, like love or regards or kisses or whatever you deem However you sign off. I always say kind regards, but I think that's because my mom used to when I was little and now it's just a thing that I do, but you know, on my emails to my coaching clients, I always say love. And like at the end of this podcast, I always say, um, bye for now. Cause it's just like a thing that I do. So, you know, you can kind of, basically you want people to feel really content in knowing what's coming basically. Uh, Another tip in your social channels is to stay consistent with your social channels in terms of design and name and presentation. So that includes Facebook, Instagram, website, Twitter, all of the things. So you want to have the same logo, the same colors, the same name. So you want at studio name or at studio name official, try and keep it nice and consistent and try and stay away from numbers or underscores or having the same name as others because it can get confusing. It's just easier. And I know it's not always possible, but if you can try and get your studio name just all in one word or by popping the word official on the end, sometimes can fix that as well. And lastly, my tip is to evolve. So be open and flexible with your brand. If you're not trademarking your logo or designs, You can change your logo over time if you wish. You'll get a new one created by a designer. So it might be time for a rebrand at your studio. Otherwise, having your brand evolve over time is a good thing. So if you look at any successful brand, they grew, changed, and again, evolved over time. It's amazing to stay consistent when choosing and sticking to your brand and you should do that. But don't be afraid to switch it up in the future based on new passions, new clients, and directions you wish to venture within your business. Stay consistent and where you're wanting to head and you can always evolve over time. That's okay too. So that is the end of today's episode, all about branding consistency. And there are so many things to consider when not only creating, but staying consistent with your studio's brand, it can sometimes seem super overwhelming. But remember to take one thing out of time, outsource to others, get your team involved if you have some and know that you are not alone. Again, if you haven't checked out my website, I have a heap of different coaching options, services, as well as free resources to help you get started in building, systemizing or revamping your dream dance business. If this is something you'd be interested in learning more about when advancing your studio, just head over onto com, and you can find all of the info there. Be sure to stay tuned for next week's episode as it is the last one for my branding series. And then I will be announcing an amazing free branding themed giveaway. And I hope you have an amazing day wherever you are in the world. And I will speak with you really soon. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Business
0: of Dance podcast. For show notes and other episodes, please go to businessofdance.net slash podcast. To learn more about Business of Dance and stay up to date with all the episode releases as well as lots of extra studio tips and tricks please like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram. If you have any questions, topic suggestions, or wish to be a guest on the podcast, please contact us at podcast at We appreciate you taking the time to rate and review us on iTunes and wish you a great day. Stay tuned for next week's episode. And until then, keep dancing your way to the business you have always desired.